0: Hello, it's Bria, Katie, and Lawton from the Office of Student Life and Leadership. Welcome to another episode of Heal Talks.
1: This podcast is dedicated to providing you with leadership development and civic engagement content through honest conversations and storytelling from UNC students, staff, faculty, and community members.
0: We believe that leadership is a learned process, so thank you for taking the time to learn with us. With that being said, let's get into the episode.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Daniel Malumba. I am a senior at UNC, majoring in advertising and public relations. You know me, your little campus influencer, aka, you know, follow me on Instagram, B-X-N-I-E-L, M-U-L, and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm just pretty much chilling. So yeah.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Vanessa Aganobi. I'm also a senior at UNC, and I am majoring in journalism on the advertising and PR track and I've had a YouTube channel since I've been, since like 2017. I've done some work with like Snapchat that I did in high school. I did that for like two years before going to college. And um, I recently interned with Sephora this summer as an intern. And I'm currently working with um, Vote America to do as an influencer, campus influencer, and I'm helping them with their voting campaign. So I've been doing some social media work for them as well
1: oh same for um but for Democracy North mm-hmm. Carolina so yeah yes I'll
2: see you I'll see you
1: yeah. ah, come on with Sparkles of Pink y'all gotta follow her Stop playing,
2: I, <laughs> I actually rebranded I stopped oh. going- <laughs> I stopped using Sparkles of Pink I've noticed my name I thought that that was more mature or whatever mm-hmm. and I didn't want mm-hmm. to limit my like target audience to I guess females because mm-hmm. I thought someone told me that saying like pink or like sparkles would kind of almost limit me. So I just wanted to do more mm-hmm. neutral. So that's why I just go with my name. Wow, Seven that's nine.
1: awesome. <laughs> and your name's original. Yeah, it's easy it. to it's go easy to. easy to, to easy the point. <laughs> so yeah, it's very distinct.
0: <laughs> yeah, Thanks. I love it here. It's the fact that y'all already running the podcast. Like, let me go, (laughs) let me go. (laughs) Wow, I'm like so happy to have all of us together on this episode to talk and chat. For our listeners who like didn't get to hear our little pre-conversation, I was saying like, when I thought of campus influencers, who was I gonna pick? And I was like, well, I don't be on Instagram, Twitter or Snapchat. So anyone who does more than me, I would consider to be an influencer. But, you know, I sat down and really thought about it. I said, why not call up TikTok star Daniel and my homegirl Vanessa, who be out here getting people registered to vote and all that beautifulness that she puts on Instagram for the world? Perth. I can think of no better pair. Okay. So, Aww. welcome to the podcast, y'all. Welcome <laughs> to Heel Talks. So, you. to Thank kick you. it off, we always ask our guests, what does leadership mean to you? And whoever mm-hmm. wants to it first whoever feels late but what does leadership mean to you
2: i can go um
0: i would say that leadership
2: is someone who is willing to always take initiative when like everyone else is be like too scared or not motivated to do something it's also someone who understands like the bigger picture to issues and like our community and our people who are bold enough to make a change and make a stand on these issues and just people who understand that they've been blessed with certain skills and they use that to help others in their community who may not be able to do that for themselves so I think it's just always taking initiative and being able to carry you know Mm -hmm. a plan and execute and have the confidence to see it through that's Mm -hmm. what I view as a leader Mm
1: -hmm. I definitely agree with Vanessa especially like someone who basically takes initiative um but also not always like in the lead like always like in the forefront because it's like very important to like recognize that like yeah like it's good to be in the forefront but also it's good to be like behind so you can learn from others so willing to listen and grow but also have other others grow in the process so yeah you yeah. know
0: all right so getting into it you all would be classified under the umbrella term of influencer you also you both put yourself in that term of influencer Mm -hmm. so how would you define the term based on how you view it
1: Mm. I say influencer is like basically like someone who has a platform to like influence others to like do research like make decisions on certain like topics or like things that sounds very general but you know like A person that influences, I'm trying not to use the word within the word, but here we are using the word within the word, but it's fine. So yeah, it's just influencing others to make a decision.
2: I agree. I, and something that I always really say anytime even someone talks about influencers, is that the whole essence of being an influencer has always existed. It's just that now that social media um, is making it more visible to for people because traditionally influencers in back in the day, were like celebrities, musical artists and things like that. But now what's changed with social media is that the everyday person can wake up and be an influencer the next day through new channels such as Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. And um, that wasn't as accessible before. And now um, with like brands and such, they're noticing that people wanna hear about products from mm-hmm. people, not from brands. So they're using um, the relatability and how much people have like been able to just be themselves and mm-hmm. share their passions with the world and then grow an audience through that journey. And brands can't necessarily do that as authentically. So now mm-hmm. they're using and partnering with these influencers mm-hmm. to help push their campaigns and relate with the audiences that they can do better than the company can themselves. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. but. Ultimately, it's just people who are being themselves and um, sharing their passion with the world and are able to connect with their audience in a very organic way. That's what Mm -hmm. I would coin an influencer as.
1: Ooh, wow. it. Period. Wait so like it's like really crazy because it's like how like now you used to see like people who are famous you who's know, like endorsed brands but now you see like the rise of influencers like endorsing brands and like in like all of these like commercials like that for example the D'Amelio you know Charlie and Dixie and Addison, all them all them little people, uh when they're not a little they bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> but like you saw like during like American Eagle Hollister commercials, like Matt, like Matt commercials and all that stuff. So it's like really wild how like like you were saying for the Chi Chi, how like basically like influencers are becoming like more relevant and more and using the brand to be like more authentic. So but I have a question. like for you so uh, (laughs) so when you think like an influencer shouldn't be like shouldn't use like a like a platform so like for example you know how like have you felt like the One On 101 like reboot and like basically they're trying to incorporate like the influencers so do you think like with like those types of things do you think like influencers should be involved or do you think they should just be involved in like mainly like the consumer um slash like product space
2: I'm actually not familiar with it. So, like, break it down. Like, is it that I know, I know the show, Zoe 101, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. is it that they're like relaunching it and like they're gonna bring back the characters and they're also like some new characters will be mm-hmm. influencers that exist right now?
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, TikTok influencers.
2: I think um, I would say it's smart in staying relevant because the fact that Zoe 101 is such like an older show. And mm-hmm. unless like people who used to watch it now are older, like now, in order to like use that audience who used to watch it and then also pick up new people who may have mm-hmm. never heard of Zoe 101 because they're too young. It's like influencers is a way to um, to like, I don't know, bring traffic and also introduce that to them. So I think it's useful and um, both people, both the influencer and the show are able to expand their reach. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, I think it's just an opportunity. I don't see anything wrong with it, but in terms of like the content of the show, maybe it might change mm-hmm. like what the show is about, you know, like. How it used to work, but mm-hmm. I think if, if it's done well, it's done well. I, I don't see anything wrong with it.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, don't know. I definitely agree. Um, like you're saying, like how like it brings like new like a new audience to like this show, but then at the same time, like thinking about it, because I know like certain people like people who like watch Zoe 101 they're like oh like I want the original characters back and I, I'm one of those people so I'm like if I see like these influencers I'm like okay I'm kind of turned off because you know how like in like certain reboots and stuff for example like Kim possible like why did they try to do a little uh, a little live version they thought that was cute but it wasn't they thought it was cute and look in full house, actually full house fuller house like I feel like they executed it well. Because they probably bet like old, like literally all the old people and didn't like include any influencers. But I don't know, like, how would you bring everybody back? Because you know, people are like in their bags, doing other stuff. And yeah.
2: Oh, okay. I was misunderstanding. I thought that like majority of the old cast was still coming back and then they're also adding influencers. It's that influencers are replacing
1: the, yeah, the original some cast. Influencers, mm-hmm.
2: um, okay, yeah, some yeah. influencers. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. That is more yeah. tricky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's not the best. A sucker for the classics you know I love to see the old characters come back I'm a, honestly the new high school musical broke my heart the new compossible broke my heart I just felt like my childhood was just like redone but it wasn't the same version it was like this whole new version and I didn't recognize it and I was like if you're gonna reboot you gotta reboot for your original audience and then exactly. be like introduced some new people I'm, I'm all for adding in new characters I'm all for like having influencers come in so that they can keep the relevancy but like if off the bat you're already throwing in new people and like mm-hmm. you don't even have the old people then uh, it hurts. It right. hurts me because the reboot is for me. If you want to make a new show, just make a new show. Period, because it's hurting me. You can call me, it Zoe 101.2, you know? <laughs> Zoe 204, whatever.
1: Not 204. Zoe 102.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There should be like, okay. they should hold close to like the core of what this show is. instead of mm-hmm. just completely redoing it, but yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like this is such a good segue to my next question so social media is a very subjective experience you know it is what you want it to be and what you make it to be and I feel like we just touched on this talking about influencer incorporations into tv shows and reboots Mm -hmm. but how do you as someone who puts out content for people cut through like all the noise of like the different experiences that people want to have and like their opinions on things to like make your voice heard, you know, going back to perhaps using it as an example. Like if we didn't want influencers to be in the new Zoe 101 reboot, like how would you get that message and that content out to your viewers when like there are people who have like very strong and loud opinions about influencers being in the Zoe 101 reboot?
2: I guess something as like as simple and maybe as cliche and as boring as it sounds I think with making like, my voice heard or like finding my niche or whatever in the social media world, the best thing I can do and can only do ever in this world is be myself. So I think that's the only reason- oh,
1: hello, <laughs> say it again, say it again. <laughs> be myself.
2: Because the same way um, their opinions are loud or maybe more vocal, they're just being themselves. So, I mean, and that's kind of why people like influencers. You're able to get a real person and their real opinions and if I was like everyone else, I would not, you know, maybe have traffic or I'm not even that big, but it's like just even the people that we watch, they have very distinct and strong personality. So like once you're able to, I don't know, hone who you are and, and you stand by everything you say, it just, in my opinion, it is what it is. And you're able to, I don't know, create like a stronger audience of like who you are. I just feel like when you're not being yourself, you're, it's going to be harder for you to navigate when to say talk about certain things or what you believe in but once you have a stronger understanding of that it's easier to make content and things like that
1: mm-hmm. and definitely i definitely agree with um what Chi said and definitely like if you're not authentic i feel like it really like shows like with like to, to like the like a normal consumer like if you're like looking at their content like constantly so i definitely agree but what you, you were saying, just being yourself. Cause like, that's what I do. I just be myself, you know, I'm loud over here doing my little TikToks or whatever, my little hundred followers. <laughs> but look, that's a following though. That's a following. But yeah, it so <laughs> it is, it is for, but yeah, so just being like myself and just, you know, just showing my trail into itself while i trying to, like, try to while, like, trying, like, educate like the public while also educating myself. So yeah. Absolutely. Okay.
0: So now we are going to transition a little bit and talk about the election because you both do work with different um, voting registration groups or different like voter education groups. And so, with the current kind of climate that we're in, with this election coming up, and as we've seen in the past and like other elections, or just the trend of like more and more people getting their news and their information from social media. And through social media, because when I tell you I wake up and read Twitter and not the newspaper anymore, <laughs> how do you both ensure that even though your followers may get information from you, especially with you all both doing um work with like getting people registered to vote, encouraging people to get out and vote? How do you ensure that you're empowering your followers to go beyond social media and not just strictly say, well, so and so that I follow said this, so that's what I'm going to do?
1: yeah oh,' gonna go oh yeah definitely. I feel like for me, um usually like the resources that I use sometimes I use like apple like apple news, so like when I wake up, I look at like the the news that's going on today, um also just like looking at Twitter. <laughs> I think a lot of you I'm the type of person to look at Twitter too, and like once I find something on Twitter, I'm like, okay, let me look into it more at uh, like other news like s- sources and stuff to make sure like we're like the news like comes together and like adds up because it's one plus one is two and two plus two is five, I need to make sure this is correct. So yeah, so I just need to make sure um it's correct. Also like just also just like looking towards my peers like who are like, more knowledgeable. For example, shout out to Lot Eyes because like he's been very um basically just like informing people of like how to vote and like certain like scenarios. So like if you ever need like any like advice on like how to vote or like how this stuff to vote, um, it's come well. Don't forget to vote early, y'all. Um, but um, like I would just say, like, go to Law and Eyes or like use like some of his um resources that are at the Student Life and Leadership because it's very useful. So yeah,
2: yeah. Um, as someone like, even though I guess like I work like I'm an aspiring influencer and I also work heavy on the marketing side. So like behind scenes, it's like it's all about the call to action. So like at the end of every post, it's like, I'm going to bring all this awareness. I'm going to say, hey, like, well, links in the bio. If you want to go, you need a place to go, go to my bio. Like I will point you where to start at least, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it kind of is pointless to constantly repost things and not have any way for people who are, okay, why well, I see this, like, how can I help? And don't know how, like you still provide a way for them to actually do something an actionable you know, movement or something. So I think yeah, always linking things in the bio always providing resources and sharing them, posting them, and then like uplifting other organizations that are receiving these funds, or are helping people to make great things happen is just the way to go.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I do like the same thing, just like linking like things in my bio. Like if you look at my bio right now, it's just talking about like polling places where you can vote at right now. Uh, yeah, and also one thing, like even though like social media isn't like always like where I get my news, but like, I feel like it's very useful to like get like a quick overview of a topic depending on like the reach their source because you know how like sometimes like some like some like instagram accounts or like twitter accounts they have like the little um they have a little information or so let's talk about this topic and you just swipe through and then like usually that's where i start to like inform myself and then like i'll go use like a different source and then like yeah and just talk about it with, like, your peers and stuff and, like, other people who's around you. Because, like, yeah, like, everything doesn't have to be on social media. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, those carousels are really helpful. Like, just sliding through and, like, that mm-hmm. is, like, the number one way. <laughs> no, literally. Because <Literally.
1: laughs> <laughs> i be like, oh, let me find out what's okay. going on.
0: <laughs> Look, I love me a good carousel. Let me I'm like, y'all, like, I'll start out on Twitter and then I'll see something and then I'll be like, let me go to the New York Times. What what the New York Times saying about this? They're
1: like, no, What's really. what the
0: Washington Post saying about it? Um. Okay.
1: So. Because I eat it up. I have. That's <laughs> why I eat mean, it up. I did, oh my god, <laughs> Okay, look, I'm a little basic information.
0: <laughs> Let's see. I think I have maybe two more questions before we close it out. Um. So my next question that I wanted us to discuss is, how do you overcome social media haters? Or like the negative side. Damn, don't laugh at me. <laughs> I call them social media haters. <laughs> um, but if we want to be like more technical, politically correct, the negative side of social media. But we know there's haters out there. So how do you work past like the negative noise that you can sometimes get?
2: Um, I think it's something that I'm not even like necessarily big yet. But it's like something I always think about. Because... Um, and how I choose to like brand myself because something about me is like I'm very open and I will want to tell any and everything of my life but sometimes when people know too much it's like it can be easily misunderstood or misinterpreted Um, so when I do receive negative criticism I first have to understand like who are they like is it like someone that's actually close to me who really knows me? Um, where exactly are they critiquing? Is it like how I pose or like, is it what I said? Did I make, you know, a grammar error? Sorry, I'll delete it and repost it. You know, or like,
1: <laughs> you know. Like, Come on, husband.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's something like that, but it's scary because um, Even as an influencer, your reputation is everything. And Mm -hmm. so the moment it is tarnished or anything, it's like it could literally be like the end of the world and it can affect different partnerships and and et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I think um, always apologizing if you actually do do something and owning up to it and like being aware, like first addressing and um, making it known that you're aware that what you did was wrong if you believe what you did was wrong. And then, you know, communicating that to your audience and. just being yourself and just keep reiterating that you're growing like it's just because Mm -hmm. i'm here and you follow me and you think i'm whatever like i'm still trying to figure out my life as well and i'm Mm -hmm. growing and the same way i would give you that grace just give me that grace and Mm -hmm. all i I want to do is do better and but i'm not perfect and i'll keep saying that today i die i'm not perfect and no know anyone else so it's just kind of it's part of the industry Mm -hmm.
1: person definitely like Hannah Montana said nobody's perfect I gotta work it get it together so I get it right (laughs) 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 But yeah I definitely agree with Chi Chi like with like the whole like yeah just like acknowledging like what you've done um because like of course everybody makes mistakes but also like usually I'm like am I satisfied with like the content that I put out or like at the end of the day am I gonna regret this like tomorrow or like in like tomorrow like in the future when i wake up if if it's no i'm just like okay like it is what it is but then also like in that moment i may not be aware of like the effects that i'm having so also just making sure that like just to get like a little sample size and see like how other people react right before i post it because you just never know so yeah i definitely agree and just being yourself at the end of the day yeah because at the end of the day there's only one you and And then you got you, yourself, and I. That's who I got in the end. That's what I found out. Period. Right. <laughs> Come on, B. Because <laughs> I'm my own best friend.
0: I mean, besides closing it out on Beyonce, I guess this last question uh, reflects on how you view leadership through your presence on social media and what has your substantial presence taught you about leadership like what have you learned about leadership through being an influencer through being able to connect with so many people on so many platforms Mm
2: -hmm. accountability
0: Mm -hmm. you say like it really holds you accountable
2: to everything that you say and preach and um it can be it's part of accountable but then it also could feel like limiting because then if you do change um your opinion about something and you make that known when you were um, you know, believing or posting about something else, it can be really conflicting. But I think it's just, you're, it just, le- it kind of also is humbling because it just lets you know that you should also not judge someone for believe whatever because it's just the kind of the moment that they're in right now and everyone's always growing. And um, just making sure that you're never posting things that are harmful the best of your ability and that you know up right now. And just, I don't know, staying up today, I think it's just, it's a journey.
1: I definitely agree well so how do you feel about people so you know like on Twitter sometimes people be like oh this you so how do you feel about and like sometimes it like happens sometimes it happened like a long time ago and then like people just bring up stuff in the past and I'm like this you question mark so how do you like feel how do y'all feel about that like what do y'all think of that since like you were saying like people are always growing and like if someone brings something up from their past and like they're like way past that what do you
2: it's my biggest fear? Yeah. I think that's why I like Instagram stories catch 24 hours unless I save them my highlights you can't find it.
1: <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> 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 but that's why that's really why I don't use her like that because it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. But in that particular case, it is my biggest fear, cancel culture. Like if I do say something that um could be terrible in like five years. It's like how would I figure that I don't know that's why I keep saying like keep reiterating every single day that I'm not perfect and Mm -hmm. um if it is something that offends someone I will apologize and um I'm just growing and I'm learning and I try to everything that I take in by the day I try to really you know Mm -hmm. make it a part of my personality and things and just be aware and then you know adapt but
1: Mm
2: I don't know what about you how would you react or how do you move about with those things
1: I don't even know how to react. I think it depends on, like, what it is. I'll mm-hmm. probably just, like, probably just try to, like, acknowledge, like, first do research and try to figure out, like, the best way to, like, navigate it. Sure. Uh, I'm not do no little notes self apology because I've seen enough of those. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was probably trying to see, like, I don't know, probably make an apology video and, like, probably figure out, like, the steps that I would take to, like, educate myself about, like, what I did to, like, basically, like, hurt those or affect those who are affected by it um and just try to figure out how to like maneuver through that um while informing myself but yeah I think that's my big fears too It's like somebody hitting me with a this you imagine somebody pulling up well we, we talking classy on this podcast but imagine be like this you on this podcast
2: <laughs> exactly and you just kind of like I said uh <laughs> so, I,
1: have, like... <laughs> I have, like mixed feelings about the whole is this you
0: slash cancel culture because personally I really do feel like it it depends on what it is like mm-hmm. if you said some like racial slurs or like some very offensive like derogatory things back in the day like well, we gonna have to have a conversation mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of times that what happens is like with the whole is this you or like with cancel culture like we cancel people but then we don't like educate them on what they did wrong exactly which is necessarily it's not always on like the people who have been affected to educate the person who hurt them but I also feel like we have to be open to having that dialogue of saying like okay you did this and this hurt me because Mm -hmm. now to move forward I want you to do like x y and z so that this doesn't happen again in the future Mm -hmm. um so I just feel like I have like mixed feelings about it because like yes I think some people don't deserve to like really still have their platforms if they aren't going to use them properly or like as you mentioned Chi Chi like be accountable and say like this is what I did back in the day it was wrong I'm sorry to the people that I hurt let me like learn and understand and grow and like from here this is what I'm going to be doing differently in the future Mm -hmm. like if you're not willing to do that or you're willing to kind of like half do it I can't cuss on here, but if you're gonna like half do it, like uh no, you can come on down, take the staircase, maybe the escalator so you can get down quicker. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I feel like for me, it's like uh I want to also still educate people because as we all have mentioned, like leadership is a journey. Mm-hmm. This is an even harder journey because as you've mentioned, Chi Chi, like you're under constant scrutiny because. You're putting yourself out there and you're burying yourself out there and being vulnerable for like basically the whole world to see and it's never gonna go away um so yeah I feel like there's a there's a level of accountability but as well as like being willing to help people grow and improve and better themselves mm-hmm. that also needs to be incorporated into this whole like cancel culture is this you and I oop Whole movement that goes on. <laughs> all right. Well, y'all, that was all I had. Daniel, you've been asking some great questions. Do you have one that you want to close this out on? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so how y'all feeling? What's up? <clears throat> Ooh. Ooh.
0: Check back in with us next time for more leadership conversations with our engaging and inspiring guests. Be sure to like, comment, and share Hill Talks wherever you are listening. We will catch you next time. Peace.